My name is Hanan Bazania, and this is my story of finding my freedom and my joy through the power of my mind, my thoughts, and my self-belief. My story starts as a little girl born in a tribal community in the country of Yemen. For those who don't know where Yemen is, it is to the west of Oman and to the south of Saudi Arabia. And I was born in a society that celebrated the births of males and dreaded the births of females. My parents wanted a boy so badly, but they got a girl for the third time. And to make it worse, I was a girl who liked to ask why often. When I was six, I moved with my family to Detroit, Michigan. And even though we were in a different country, my parents still practiced the religion and the traditions of back home. My parents, however, struggled to adapt to the changes that came with moving to a new country, especially how their children's view of the world would change and become so much different than theirs. And I was that child. I was the black sheep of my family. And by the age of 10, I was already wearing the headscarf, the hijab, and the abaya, which is a black dress that covered everything that the abaya or that the hijab didn't. This was by the age of 10 years old. And around 12 years old, I started noticing the unhealthy fears my parents had about other people's opinions. There were fears of something happening, something bad happening to their children. The fear of hellfire, the fear of the devil. There was so much fear. And that fear caused my parents to have a lot of anxiety, depression, and it was reflected on us, the kids. My parents' fear caused me to dislike the life I had and to seek for a better one. My parents were quite strict. They never let me hang out with friends outside of school. I was unable to express the thoughts in my head that contradicted my parents' beliefs. I was unable to express myself through the clothes I wore. I was unable to read books that opened my eyes in front of my parents, but also contradicted their beliefs. They made sure I wore the religious garments. They monitored what I watched on TV and the books that I read. And most of all, I noticed the difference in treatment my family, as well as society, treated females versus males. I was never allowed to ride a bike because it would break my hymen. My mom, sisters, and I did all of the housework through the cooking, cleaning, everything in between. And keep in mind, by the age of 14, I also had two younger brothers who were close in age, one a year difference and the other about three years. And while my brothers were expected to be the men of the house after my dad, the women were expected to cook, clean, get married, and have children. I had no other options available to me but that. And at 14, I started protesting. I stopped doing chores. I refused to do chores until my brothers contributed as well. I started questioning why I wore what I wore and why other people didn't. I started questioning the religion I was raised with, and I started exploring other beliefs. I was also constantly comparing my life to the lives of others I killed my self-confidence, my motivation, and my ability to see myself as happy. And me exploring different beliefs and wanting to learn about different ways of living and expressing that caused a lot of arguments with my parents and while my siblings watched. And I believe that caused a lot of sibling resentment. And I was, only, I was the only one that voiced my opinion. 
And because of that, my father started getting stricter and he put my siblings and I in Quran school during the summer on the weekends. And while they hoped it would calm my curiosity and questioning, it actually raised more. I remember at 16 in Quran school, my sister asked my female teacher a question about a feminist topic in the Quran. And despite my sister's questioning and the teacher's attempt to answer that question, she was not able to answer that question and inevitably shut my sister up. And that pissed me off and fueled a fire in me. Unfortunately, that fire led to a lot of massive depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, social anxiety, hopelessness, and at one point, suicidal attempt. I felt trapped. I felt trapped in a world I didn't belong. I had beliefs that contradicted everything and everyone that I was around. And I found my solace in the books that I read and in the online community that I became a part of. I found it in meeting a big online community of ex-Muslims who experienced similar things to myself. I couldn't hang out with that, my friends, so I found my friends and my people in the online world. And it was through that that I discovered the secret when I was 16. And this was in my darkest times. I started reaching and reading and watching more about the law of attraction because what else did I have to do? I was stuck at home, unable to do the things and go to the places that I wanted to. I was restricted. And I wanted to express myself to my own limits. And I wanted to bloom. And through implementing the law of attraction, I was able to pay attention and recognize my self-limiting thoughts and beliefs. And recognize that the beliefs that I had now, I have ever had, were of my parents and not so much mine. And once I recognized that, I took full control of it. And I began to recognize that I was not a curse. I was not a curse set upon my family. I was an inner light wanting to express itself. A positive feeling that wanted to express itself in a world where it's constantly shot down. And by the time I was 18, I had already faced multiple death threats, ostracization, being called the devil, whore, slut, simply because I was a girl who desired for more in a world where a girl's curiosity is a devil's playground. It was through my mindset work, my online community, and the belief in myself and my ability to create the world I wanted, a world where I was fulfilled, happy, and most of all, free. By the age of 19, through using and harnessing the law of attraction and the infinite energy around us, I manifested getting accepted to a university three hours away from home, which was not too close and not too far, a job on campus, and enough grants, scholarships, and loans to get me through the three years that I needed to. I realized right then that I had one control of something in my life. Even if I felt like I had no control externally, I had control of my mind. And that was the beginning of my freedom. My mind gave me the ability to imagine whatever I wanted without parental or religious restrictions. I began visualizing the life that I wanted and I thought about it every day. I stopped comparing myself to others and I redirected my focus towards my goals. I had manifested my way out of a toxic home environment and I thought I finally found my freedom until I was in a new environment. Even though I left the environment I was in, the depression, anxiety, and fear still stuck with me. It's taken a few years to get myself into a peaceful, relaxed state where I'm no longer 
afraid of being alone with my thoughts. I have trained my brain to redirect negative thoughts to positive and to pay attention to the information that I ingest because it gets absorbed into my subconscious and that is reflected in my reality. I have also broken the walls that have, that have been built up when it comes to so expressing myself, when it came to having connections with people, when it came to being able to get close to another human being that was not my family. It's been seven years since I left my home. And with my, my siblings, it's good. And unfortunately, my father has disowned me and we haven't spoken in a few years. While I wish things were differently, I wish things were better. I understand my parents and they're only doing what they know best based on what they were taught. They, like myself and many people, are stuck in a generational or ancestral traumas passed down from grandparent to parent to children. And when something comes up that goes against that, Fear and protection are the automatic responses. My parents only knew how to handle it as well as their parents did. And I'm a message to end that cycle. I want to be a message to people that what you believe is true for yourself and your life may not be true. It may only be what your parents or grandparents or whoever is around you has kept repeating to you. Through sharing my story, I have found that there are so many people who were at a place that I was. I've learned that we have so much power over our mind and your life changes when you notice that you have power over your mind. And the only thing that you have control of is your mind. It's your internal thoughts and beliefs that you're constantly repeating to yourself and your story, the story that you keep telling yourself. And once you begin to change the story you're telling yourself, your life slowly starts to change and become something that you want once you start telling yourself the story that you want to hear. And my biggest dream, my biggest dream is to allow people and give people the chance to recognize the power within them they did not previously recognize or the light within them that as children was, was turned off. My dream is to cultivate an online community where people who feel rejected externally can feel accepted in this online world. Because in the online community, we find our people that are not around us in our physical world. And my dream is to be able to give people that power and help coach them to become their highest self. My dream is to let people know that their true power comes from in here. It comes from from their brain, their thoughts, and their desires. And when you fully allow your mind to empower your heart, amazing things can happen. And this is my story so that I can share with you that I can be someone who went from a very, very dark place where everyone picked my decisions, picked the life, the direction of my life, and I prioritized myself and picked the direction of my life. And my belief in myself and in my mind and my thought led me to an amazing life that I would not give anything for. And despite my rough background and my rough story, some people say I'm one of the most positive people they've met. And I want to let you know that it's possible, that you have a story and you can create your story. You create the direction and the end of your story. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And I hope all of you find your freedom and your joy within and express it in light. Let your wonderful light shine. Thank you. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard. And we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com.
Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.